0: This, this is why OU had to win the national championship, because we had to have our yearly conversation with Lou Ball and Tom Haley, who are here in studio with us. Uh, new headphones, too. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, are man, they I, good? They I, work? They are now. Isn't this fancy? I forgot. You guys haven't had a chance to be in our new studios yet. A little different. Got both the TVs. We got the Boston Marathon. You ever think about running a marathon, Lou? No, but Tom has run one. Have you really? And
1: I, I watched run him run it and that made me never want to run <laughs> <laughs> one. Was it
0: was the OKC marathon? Uh, no, it was Dallas White Rock. Oh, that's Is that hilly? Not no, it's not bad. It's pretty flat. How so how many miles total? 26.2. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know if my car could get 26 miles, in, but anyway, hey, congratulations, guys. It's uh it was an awesome week and let's just start Lou, I'll start with you and the path. I mean, a little bit different because things didn't necessarily go as smooth as you would like in the Norman Regional, um, and, and maybe even at times on Thursday night in the championship. But this team seemed really resilient all season long.
1: Yeah, I think um, the the Regional was a little bit of a hiccup for us and a little bit of... Uh, I think KJ alluded to it. We didn't have great training going into that meet. We had some people that were dinged up, and we had to kind of manage that whole thing. And getting through it was... Uh, a little bit of a test but you know when their backs were against the wall they came out fighting like they always do and they did a great job and not only qualified but won the regional yeah and then moving forward to the the first day of the championship I don't think we were tight I think we were we were very good it's just a very tough session yeah there ended up being three teams that probably should have been in the final in that session and everybody knew it was going to be tough uh so getting through that was maybe a little bit more nerve-wracking and then you know, with the day off and then getting ready for the next day, I think we all knew uh, we went into the warm-up and they were loose and they looked good and they, they felt healthy and they just had a look about them. and when they were going through the progressions of the warm-up, uh, there's no doubt I thought we looked like the best team on the floor as we were going through the warm-up.
0: Yeah, and, and Tom, I think coaches alluded to this a lot. You, you, you can make a lot of decisions on what you see in a warm-up. and when you see things clicking like that, that from a coach's perspective, that'd be pretty reassuring.
2: For sure, you know, when it gets to the, to Here, the end. Here, pull that a little bit closer cool. to you. There you go, there you go, there you go.
0: When we, when we get to the end
2: like that, it's it's everybody's well-trained. Uh, the depth is really good. Anybody can step in and get the score we need. So it's really about who's hot that night, which <laughs> six which six gals are going to be on fire. You know, it's like the guy that goes in the game that doesn't play much, but once he gets hot, coach leaves him in. So it's <laughs> kind of that same premise.
0: What, um how, I don't know if the term would be unsettled, But, for instance, Lou, you know, when you're thinking about the vault rotation and you're talking about it with with Coach and with Tom, how flexible fluid can it be even up until that moment where you have to make a decision?
1: Well, we actually made a a change in the vault lineup last second minute, you know, as we were going through the the warm-up and the one-touch. And I just looked at KJ and I just had a a little bit of a, a gut feel. Um, and I just told her to switch switch the two. We had talked about it previously, mm-hmm. that it could be a switch. So we knew if there was going to be a switch, who was going to switch for who. And uh, I just had a, a feeling in my gut, and we made the switch. And Faith Torres ended up sticking her vault and uh, kind of propelled us forward. And then Olivia Troutman followed it up with another really, really good vault. And that kind of got us going.
0: Yeah, it was um, – to me, I'll, I'll always worry about everything because then – from a just TV viewer's perspective, if someone's doing the vault and you're on the floor, all of a sudden you see these numbers fluctuate like crazy. You're like, oh, what's going on here? But just, I felt like the whole pace of this was a little bit more, I don't know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed it was a little bit more calculated. It was almost at times, sometimes they're really rushing through things. and But it seemed as if every everything was a little bit, not just with you guys, but in general. Was that just me getting used to this or did it seem a little bit more kind of calm a little bit more smooth a little slower it probably seemed to you a little less chaotic after what we did last year <laughs> <laughs> but
1: but for us it it felt more normal i feel like we just went in and did our job and uh we vault is a tough event to mm-hmm. start on because you have so much adrenaline so you have to use that adrenaline to, to kind of launch your vault but you also have to have some sense of control to land and they did a really good job of doing that to start us. And then we went to bars and had an a amazing bar rotation. So that kind of set us up for the rest of the meet to kind of, you know, I, I don't think it's being calculated. It's mm-hmm. just being able to sit back and do what we do and not feel pressed at all.
0: 49.6375 in the bars, Tom. You had to feel pretty good about that.
2: Yeah, man, that's two years in a row where we went over there and just knocked it out of the park and really um, just – you know, gave everybody a bunch of confidence and momentum heading into the back half of the meet.
0: How come – okay, this is where we go from really good questions about your team to things that this noob still learning the sport. How come so, some coaches seem so handy on the bars? In other words, I was watching UCLA's coach on Thursday. I mean, it almost looked like she's touching uh, the, the girl. I think the Kentucky coach was very much like that. Is that just different styles?
2: Uh, you know that could be athlete based the athlete wants you to be in there as gotcha. a security blanket kind of a deal but our, our philosophy on that is total confidence comes from being out there by yourself and not not having anybody stepping in and and being your you know your your blanket mm. essentially so that you know different strokes for different folks okay
0: all right so it's not necessarily anything we'll see tom haley doing
2: whenever it comes to the no <laughs> no we've had years where we had to stand in a little you know on a, on a few people but we try to get out of there as much as possible
0: let's talk specifically about olivia trout but to tom we'll go snake style i'll start with you a 995 um for olivia i mean you talk about a true well uh, let's see 995 995 yeah so she finished with a 995 lowest score was a 990 to see a senior go out like that i mean that had to be a pretty cool feeling for you
2: it's it's always a great feeling when the senior gets to um, write the end of the story, and and Olivia has that ability to <laughs> to do it on command. Right. You know she can she can not train and then step in and compete and give you the nine nine five. She's just got that it factor, and that you know people always talk about how Olivia Trappman has ice in her veins. It's absolutely
0: true. And the uh, I always talk about championship hugs, and I know it was early. With that embrace after Olivia landed the vault, Lou, you just kind of had a feeling it was going to be that kind of day, didn't you?
1: Yeah. I mean, she she was the exclamation point of that lineup, and I knew that the five people in front of her had done what they needed to do, and we just needed her to kind of put the icing on the cake to get us moving forward into that second rotation. Because uh, like I said, it's it's a tough event to start on. I, I, I we've, we've finished on that event really well a few mm-hmm. times, but starting there – uh, it's, you got to control your adrenaline. So I I knew when she was coming, I knew she was going to do what she was going to do. And I knew it was her, uh, last one, you know, so, Mm -hmm. so it meant a lot to to her and me.
0: So let's, let's go through this from your perspective, because we don't get to talk to coach for about, oh gosh, an hour and a half. And I don't know if everyone's going to get to sit and chill this whole time, but take me through Lou, how you found out Ashley was in labor.
1: Uh, there was a knock at my door at 7:30, and it was Jen, our trainer, and said, "Hate hate to bother you guys, but I gotta I had to wake you guys up and let you know." And I heard this scream from the other side of the room from KJ, that I think probably woke up the entire hall. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, so much for the team sleeping in and getting rest because they're all awake now too." But. uh I You know, I just kind of sat there and I could hear through the door what they were saying. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. What a day that girl's about to have.
0: Right. No <laughs> kidding. And then I'm just on, on the pure technical side of it, Tom. What what happens then with Ashley's responsibilities? And obviously there'd been a plan in place because I don't know if there is a professional term for this, but she she was about to pop. You know, it was she'd been. Pregnant for a minute now. We knew it could come at any moment. But what do you guys have in place if something like this had taken place?
2: Well, we talked about it. And, and in addition to her coaching responsibilities, she helps out with our director of operations, helps out gather all the start values and scores on every event. There, there are some little behind-the-scenes uh, obligations that we had to filter around and give to other people and make it work. And, and everybody stepped in seamlessly, you know.
0: I would have loved to have been the guy... Because I'm so bad at math and that pressure moment where you're trying to figure out how close are we. But you guys have done this enough, Lou, where you have a pretty good idea of where you are and what you need, right?
1: Absolutely. Um, I kind of did it again. We were (laughs) Tom's coaching floor, and I'm doing the math, and I'm looking up there, and I start to see uh, Danae's scores come up, and I knew exactly what she needed to push us over their score. Their score had already been finalized. And I looked into the corral, and I just told the team, I said, it's over, and they're like (laughs) – Wait, 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 really? And I'm like, yeah, it's over. I said, enjoy enjoy watching Danny's floor routine. It's, a, it's an exhibition routine at this
0: point in time. <laughs> oh, and two judges gave her a 10, too, which yeah. is how good Danny Seavers was. All right, let's talk about those two um, because, I mean, obviously, Coach KJ, very much involved in the floor, but you help coach on the floor, and I know you guys all share responsibilities. But how about the job that you got from Danae and Danielle? Like you said, the number was – it was like an exhibition for Danielle, but – Tom, she went out and put on a show.
2: She did. Um, that's a great moment to have, to know that you're completely free to go for it. Um, and, and, and I think what she learned is when you when you have that feeling and you, and you trust yourself implicitly like that, you're going to come up with your best work when you train the way we train. And it was a great moment. It's very similar to 2016, exactly the same thing. AJ Jackson clinched the championship in the fifth spot. Haley Skeman got to compete a routine with the championship already being won. So uh, we we as a staff had been there before in I had, that same scenario. So it was kind of cool to relive it again.
0: We were we were at softball, so we had the softball game going on, and I don't want to listen back to the the fourth inning because that was around the time whenever the floor routine's going on, and I'm trying to do the math in my head, and I'm like, I think they've they've got it, but then again, what do I know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was it's a really cool moment, and Lou to see the team. All the hard work that goes into it. You mentioned the sleepless nights you guys just had in Fort Worth over the weekend. Yes. It's got to be a pretty special feeling.
1: It was great. Um, the, the best reaction, I mean, we all kind of knew we're on the floor, and I told them, and the girls start jumping up and down and getting excited because they knew. But the, one of the best feelings is when it posts up on the board in the arena mm-hmm. and the home crowd, and all the parents uh, just go crazy. And like Tom said, we had been in this exact same situation before, uh, with Haley's game. the only difference is Haley didn't know when she saluted and went on the floor that we had won. Danny knew. So she really got to really put on a show. And Haley kind of found out mid-routine, I think maybe after her first pass, she sensed it and looked over and saw the girls. <laughs> So a little different
2: situation, but very, very familiar.
0: What What do you guys think of the venue, Tom? Do you Do you like it there at Dickies Arena? In that's Fort Wayne? beautiful. Is that it? is okay. a
2: beautiful arena? It's It's the great place for the championship. They, you know, and and, and I think that the thought is that they're just going to keep hosting it there. Oh, and that's cool. That, like you know, Omaha is or. Or Oklahoma City for softball.
0: When we went down for football, <laughs> we we stayed right down the street. There's like this, I guess it's a, a Holiday in that was right down the street, and I had no idea. I'm like, oh look, that's uh, TCU's basketball arena, and they're like, no, 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 that's Dickie's arena. It it seems like it's a perfect venue, Lou. It seems like it shouldn't go anywhere else.
1: It shouldn't. It's a great venue, and it's it's a central location for everybody across the country. It's easy for everybody to get in and out of Dallas. Uh, I don't. I don't see them moving it. Uh, I hope they don't move it. It's it's been well received, and it's it's a fabulous venue for gymnastics.
0: All right. I know you guys got to get out of here. I'll save the Steelers talk until later. All right. Whenever we get a chance to catch up, but I did uh, for both of you. And Tom, I'll start with you. You always feel when you start as defending champs, preseason number one, that they've got a really good team. But when when did you sense? All right, this team's got it i mean it's not just the preseason hype the in-season hype they've got it. was there a moment this year where it kind of hammered home that they've got the mentality you needed to see to win a title
2: for me i mean we returned most of the team from last year who dug us out of that hole in the championship so i already knew the the mental competency of these guys and then we added faith torres ava Siegfeld, and i early on looked around the room and and made the mention that this might be one of the deepest best teams we've ever put on the floor of course it all had to come to fruition but my thought was very early on in the preseason that this was going to be uh, the team to beat. For you? Yeah, I agree. Uh, there was the little, the obviously, the
1: the hiccup with, with Olivia. But, you know, she was in the mix at the beginning and she was in the mix at the end. So discounting everything that happened in between, it definitely felt like a championship caliber team uh, from beginning to end um, and, you know, leading from beginning to end on the season and then on the last night, being able to go wire-to-wire wire, uh, is a, probably a little different. That's one thing that is probably different about this year than most other years. Mm. So
0: it's awesome, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Enjoy Appreciate it. it. Enjoy. Appreciate it. seemed like a pretty good crowd waiting for you at 10 o'clock. You guys are probably ready to go really to bed. Really good crowd. It was like, a great All right, crowd. This actually. is great. Congratulations. I want to go to bed. I want to sleep in my own bed. Yeah. Well, I'm pumped for you guys. A oh, well-deserved. We're going to talk to more of the uh, student-athletes. KJ is coming up in a bit. We're celebrating a national championship for women's gymnastics right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref. We're celebrating the Women's Gymnastics National Championship. We were joined in studio by Jenna Dunn and Belle Johnson. First of all, what's up, Belle?
3: I'm doing great. (laughs) This is two Do you remember coming in?
0: Oh, you you can pull those down a little bit. There you go. Fancy (laughs) dancing. When you came in last year, you'd lost your voice. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was gone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's impressive. I just want to talk to her and just, just see so if, if the whole voice can just get lost. No. So, it, I mean, if you think about it, it goes from, you know, a week ago, well, a week and a half ago, whenever you're in Norman, and you got a, you're yelling and screaming there, then mm-hmm. it, at Dickie's Arena, you're yelling and screaming there. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to keep the vocal cord. Yeah, where it, it needs is. To be. Uh, Jenna, congratulations. I can imagine that uh, you guys have been on a high since Saturday. Uh, how's it feel? What's, is, is it different
4: than last year? Yeah, it does. It feels way different than last. How so? Year. Um, I mean, back to back. You know, we we came in confident, but it still feels unreal that it like actually happened. <laughs> um,
0: let, let's um, let's let's get into some of the important things here. Number one, the Oklahoma side of it. So, when you when you're growing up, well, both of you are are Oklahoma products. But let, let's start with you, uh, Oklahoma City. When did you first kind of find out about o u gymnastics? When did you realize that this was gonna be a place where you were family o u fans? How did that come about?
4: Yeah, so both of my parents went to o u and I st- bell and I both started gymnastics at Bart Connor when we were little little, and we stayed there our whole careers in norman so um as a team, we grew up going to the meets together from pretty much day one, really, yeah. Wow.
0: By the way, I really want to feel old. What year was day one?
4: Uh, Let's see. I started gymnastics when I was five, so 2005-ish.
0: <laughs> yeah. It just and, and it's funny because you think about it, and you're what now, 21, 22? 22. 22. Yeah. And it just, that time flies. You go from watching it, and you're out there. How about for you, Belle? When, when was your first, hey, I want to be an OU gymnast. We're Oklahoma fans. Let's go.
3: Um, I came from a very similar background.
0: (laughs) I want you to talk this whole show. Whenever there's a guest that comes in, you and I are just going to share a mic. Sit over here.
3: (laughs) Um, I came from a very similar background. My
0: (laughs) parents... By the way, the the behind the scenes here is that every time Belle talks, Jenna looks at her and starts cracking up. So, we'll try our best. Um, Your parents were OU fans?
3: Yes, and all my siblings now have gone or go to OU. And so, I grew up watching the meets as well. And I would say I started gymnastics probably around 2005 as well. Um, but I think in like middle school, I knew for sure I wanted to be a Sooner. Can I tell you something? I think you can work
0: through this. I, th- I really do. I think <laughs> if you sat here the whole show, there's these moments where it's like the voice is coming back. Mm-hmm. Let's go. But that's part of you You train, you work hard, but you're also there to, to support and to be that voice. I mean mm-hmm. – I'll tell you what, I get exhausted watching you guys and the energy you bring. How important do you feel like that is when you have your teammates competing to be over there supporting them, prepping who's ever coming up next, just bringing the juice?
3: Um, I'd say it's equally as important as competing. You know, um, Our coaches really preach that every single person on the team um, – has a big role no matter what it is. And I think especially at nationals, like obviously everyone wants to be in that lineup. They want to be competing, but it's about the team. You're there for your team. And I think being supportive and cheering as loud as you can and creating that positive energy is such a huge role.
0: So um, Jenna, we were talking with Tom and Lou and we were bringing up just how, I mean – I felt like the statement was made pretty pretty early, uh, and, it, and it started at the vault. Did you guys sense that energy with the way that you started Championship Saturday on the vault, that it had the potential to be a special day?
4: Absolutely. You know, I think we came out strong and aggressive right out of the gate, right from that very first vault. And, um, you know, when you look at that, that momentum to carry you forward throughout the meet just fires everybody up. And brings the energy, and that that I think that did make a difference.
0: So it's it's no, you know, breaking news, but obviously, Beam was in the Norman Regional a little bit of a challenge, right? We we had to do something that doesn't normally happen for OU, which is which is count of fall. So how much, I guess, maybe more laser focused did that make things the next two? What would that be? Two, three times that you competed from that point because mm-hmm. it really seems I mean, I'm looking. 99 995 nine, 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 nine. I mean you guys were on fire from that moment forward on the beam.
4: Yeah, um, you know, I definitely contributed to that um trial there at regionals. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> No, no I'll, I'll own that for sure, but I am so proud of how like the team really had my back and had everybody else's back and I think that's something that's like, shows the quality of a team and the strength Mm -hmm. of our character because that's a trial that we had to overcome. Um, And, you know, they rose to the occasion. They didn't back down. And from that moment forward, everything we did on beam, like, in the gym also, like, not even at the meet, but, like, in practice was, like, very disciplined, very aggressive, and just, I'm so proud. I'm proud of the effort everybody put in and the discipline.
0: So I want to go back to Thursday. Okay. Because... Um, I didn't, uh, Saturday we're talking about, I was, I was working a softball game, so I didn't get to watch as closely as I was able to on Thursday. So we're dialed in on Thursday night. And obviously, I mean, they're, they're good scores, right? You start out on the vault and they're good scores, but I just felt like that in the, in the bars were really good, but I just felt like when we got to beam on Thursday night, there was this other level that was found. And Jenna, I felt like you started it with a nine, nine, one, two, five, and then Uh, I thought Olivia Troutman had a perfect 10 with what she did right after you. But how important was that for you guys on Thursday night to really what seemed like kind of set this thing off to another level for this team?
4: Um, Yeah, well, I think, you know, Thursday was was pretty tight just going into that rotation, too. Um, And so our team is very good about getting fired up in those type of situations. Um, And so I think... You know, we just went big and gave it all we had. And that's what happened.
0: I, I got to know, and and am going to take on this too, but it's, it's going crazy around you. You're on the beam, the ultimate focus, right? And there might be a floor routine that just wrapped up and the place is going nuts. Um, it, it could be screaming for something else. How, what is your process like to make sure you are pigeonhole focused on that? That that is, I mean, do you hear it? it yeah. Is it hard not to hear
4: it? <laughs> I feel like a lot of people when they compete on beam don't hear stuff, but I actually do. (laughs) (laughs) I actually listen to everything around me. Um, And the floor music that was playing was really crazy because it's a a song called Still Don't Know My Name. And that was like what I was listening to before the meet. Really? And so I was going for my series. I was like, oh my gosh, the song is playing. That's awesome. (laughs) And I don't know. I think it helps me relax and just have
0: fun and doing who, stuff who was it that was on the floor what do you do? You remember what's what team it was I, I was trying to look here real quick but oh. obviously it is it hey,
3: day one or day
4: day, day one. one
0: on thursday i'll dig there and find out it's irrelevant but just that's wild
4: yeah it was so crazy like i just remember hearing that as i was like going for my series and i was like okay it's gonna be <laughs> I a think good it, day it
3: was kentucky
0: was yeah, it kentucky I think so <sighs> it was um it was really cool to see you guys really set that tone on thursday Um, So I got to ask the question that everyone wants to know. How did you guys find out that, you know, not only were you going to be competing in a championship, but – Uh, y'all were going to be ants or whatever term you're going to give to Ashley's baby. I mean, when did you find out that that it was coming? When did you you know?
3: That was incredible. So none of us had any idea, and we got on the bus.
0: See what I tell you. Look how good she sounds right now. It just took a matter of time. That's right. We
3: got on the bus to head to Dickie's Arena for warm-up on day two, and KJ gets on, and she had her phone out, and I thought she was about to say, you know, kind of maybe an inspirational quote or something. I don't know. (laughs) and <laughs> like cuz she was about to read something uh-huh. and then she was just like i can't remember her exact she words. said
4: she said well, we're going to make a video for our newest Sooners fan. We're going to send it to her.
3: Because we've done that before for maybe little girls right. or something. Yeah. And then she's like, it's Ashley Kerr's baby. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Screaming. Yeah, we she's... all went crazy. That's when I knew we were going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding because we had talked the whole year. We are like, what if you have your baby on the day of nationals? Yeah. And that, and morning... then she did. I was like, oh, we're winning for Yeah, sure.
4: And that morning, like I talked to a few other girls too. So like she like – went into labor I guess like or her water, water broke, broke or something like, like around five and like me and Maylin and a few other girls for some reason were like awake then and like couldn't sleep like I woke up at four thirty, and I just like couldn't go back to sleep the whole morning
0: so as the story goes and as is, is, is Lou and, and Tom were telling us KJ is coming in later she didn't want to wake anyone up because I guess there had been some sleepless nights right I mean listen it's a championship and just basically drove herself to the hospital I mean, that is boss. I mean, yeah. that is big time right there. If
4: you know Ash Kerr, though, that's like not shocking. Is it really?
0: No, no yeah, that's not shocking. Oh, that's just so awesome. Well, congratulations <laughs> to you both. Bell, I've thoroughly enjoyed getting to interview you and fighting <laughs> through the the voice. You're awesome. Jenna, I mean, just I think that the, the performances you put forth on the beam were fantastic, and uh, it was really cool to see. Congrats on getting another championship ring, man. It's got be got to feel pretty cool to be a part of a dynasty, doesn't it?
4: Yeah. Pretty special. Amazing.
0: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, we roll on. We got more. Who is coming up next? you see who else was out there? Let's see. What did KJ send me next here? It looks like, oh, Danae Fletcher and Danny Seavers. Pure excitement coming up next <laughs> yes. right here on The Ref. All right. Uh, we continue our celebration. Of the National Championship for Oklahoma Women's Gymnastics, Danielle sievers Danny Sievers is back. Congratulations. Thank Welcome you. Back. You can pull that closer to you oh. if you want. Yeah, that's no, cool. i just get closer. And I, she's awesome today. Fletcher is Hi. here. Um, Philly yes. to Norman. Let's yes. go. Congratulations. Thank you so uh, much. All right, I'll just start with uh, you, Danny, just... You knew, right, whenever you're out there, it's like an exhibition whenever you're doing that floor routine. What's it like to go out and perform knowing that your team has clinched a national championship?
5: Oh, my gosh. That was the most exciting moment ever. I I went out there before I went, and I was looking at KJ. My team was going crazy in the corral. I saw KJ just celebrating over there in the corner, and Tom was hyping me up saying, like, let's go. You got this. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out there and have fun and do the floor routine I know how to do, and I – I celebrated with my team afterwards and it was truly like a special moment. I'll never forget.
0: Two judges gave you perfect 10, too.
5: Oh really? I didn't know that.
0: You didn't know that? No. Oh, you guys don't am I supposed to tell you guys? I mean it's online, oh, so no, yeah. Okay. We just said KG's didn't gonna come in stores. and make me run laps. It's <laughs> no. like you don't give them their stats. So two 10s and a nine nine five. Oh. Not bad for an <laughs> exhibition, right? But right before you There was quite the show put on by one Danae Fletcher. (laughs) Take me through kind of your mindset. You're in that fifth spot. You got to feel pretty good, right? All nine nines before you. Mm -hmm. um, And then you just absolutely crushed it. How did that feel out there for you on the floor?
6: It was just, I just knew I had to do it for my team. So it was just something that I knew that I had to do. There was no other option. Um, We had talked about it before and Tom was like, you got this. Like, Trust yourself. Like as long as I just trusted myself, I knew that that routine was going to be the best one that I did. And it was so it was just so exciting. And I was just so happy to be able to do that for my team in that moment.
0: Um, All right. Well, let's let's go through the day. Mm -hmm. I've, I've asked this question of everybody. When was the moment whenever you first realized that you guys were going to be down a coach? When was the moment that you realized that there was a new baby that was going to be coming to the Sooner Nation?
5: Um, I think it was when we were on the bus. Yeah, okay, right. we were, so on we the left. bus. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. we had no idea. Well, first, we got. On. I was like, "Where is Ash? Like, why is she not <laughs> yeah, on the, I was the like, bus? We, we usually see her. Like, maybe <laughs> yeah. she's just driving separately. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where she is. But then we got on the bus. KJ was like, "I have one more announcement before we get off the bus. And then she told us yeah. kind of like what went ha- what happened. The whole bus went crazy. And we were going crazy. Gosh, it was, Gosh, so, it was so exciting. We're so happy for her. Do you know, her we, I just
0: sat here through the first uh, forty minutes, and I've just kind of brought up the story and haven't really told it but Ashley Kerr the volunteer assistant for women's gymnastics has been pregnant Mm. really pregnant (laughs) Um, and and for those who don't know her husband is Mark Dagnall Mm -hmm. who is the head coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder so they get done with their playoff loss to Mm -hmm. Minnesota he flies back home gets a phone call hey the water broke Mm. and as I understand it Ashley didn't want to wake anyone up yeah and so she just drove herself to the the hospital
6: Oh, wow. I actually oh. didn't know that. I didn't know that.
5: I just know that. Let's Mark- get
0: clarification on that. I might have made that part up. I don't know. I don't know the whole it story. It sounds but cool, doesn't it? Yeah, if it does awesome. sound
5: cool. <laughs> Make a movie out of that. That's that does right. That sounds really cool.
0: But it, it was, and I guess, you know, not just beyond the awesomeness. As Asha Baby's healthy. Mm-hmm. I think Mark Dagnall slept at some point because he landed at <laughs> like. He, he landed, I think the story in the Oklahoma said they landed at like 6 a.m. And he got a phone mm-hmm. call that was like, you need to get to Fort Worth yeah. now. He
5: made it in like 30 minutes, I think they yeah. said. That's unreal. That was Um, awesome.
0: So with with all that in mind, I mean, again, you guys are focused on the meet, but I'll I'll start with you today. What was the mindset then after Thursday? Because you guys finished well. Mm -hmm. um, You you performed well. But overall, how did you guys feel about where you were after Thursday night heading into Saturday?
6: Um, Well, we knew that we could do better. We knew that we gave up. Uh, some landings and stuff. So that was just in our mind. It's just dialing in on those little details, what we needed to do. Me personally, I knew I could not. I could do better. Mm-hmm. So I had a really good talk with Tom um, on our day off, and we were just reestablishing what I needed to do, how I needed to do it, and it just put me in like that great mindset.
0: How about for you, Danny? What was uh, what was post Thursday all day Friday like? Getting set for Saturday.
5: Post Thursday, we kind of had a talk after the meet. We knew that we could do better. We gave up several tents and landings, and we knew that we needed to dial in on that. So we really spent um, our day off focused on recovery, hydrating, doing everything we can to be feeling 100% on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So we were focused. We knew what we needed to do. And honestly, we woke up Saturday morning, and we knew something great was going to happen that day, our whole team.
0: You, You guys have such an interesting spot in in the lineups in all your events Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so you start on vault and bars yes and you're second on bars yes and then you're both the anchors on the floor (laughs) yeah i mean that's just that's just wild let's start just because we started on vault um how important was it danny to get that good start on Mm -hmm. saturday on the vault
5: um i think it's always important to start off on a high note i just try to do whatever i can for my team I really enjoy starting off the event on vault and bars. And honestly, just wherever the coaches put me, I'm grateful to compete. But um, I'm thankful they have that much trust in me to start off the event. But, yeah, it's it's really important to, you know, get the get the train going on a good note. So my teammates feel confident <laughs> and, when they compete.
0: And, and I, I think you'll take this as a compliment. You've got a good energy about you, <laughs> right? You. You've got a good feng yes, shui or whatever the term <laughs> is. You. So even if things aren't what you want, you're going to come out with an attitude of, hey, mm-hmm. you're going to get me yes. or we're going to get him next time. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So then you guys hit the bars and you go nine, nine, two, nine, nine, two, five, oh, nine, nine, one, two, five. Danae, was that kind of a moment where you realized, all right, we we got this thing cooked."
6: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was uh, my best score of the season. So I was super excited. And of course, it always starts off with Danny and I'm, I normally face the other way, but I hear what's going on. So when I know when Danny sticks a landing, cause it's just wild. And <laughs> I just knew that I just had to follow that. And I was just waiting for that moment. So it was, Danny's the best lead off, like you can ever ask for. <laughs> she honestly starts us off so well on every event, like, and she ends us perfectly on floor. So thank she's B. awesome. <laughs> thank
0: you. That's teammate love right there. Yeah. I yes. a moment <laughs> um, so I, I'm just curious. Because I mean, I appreciated Bell still fighting through and coming in. She doesn't have a voice now. I don't know if that was cheering you guys on or oh, singing sure. on the bus on the way back. Oh, <laughs> but what is that like to to have that moment? And you were just talking about you don't necessarily mm-hmm. get to see her when she's doing the bars. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see Danny. Mm-hmm. But Danae, h- how do you handle the emotions, the energy of all right? I've got to be focused on my event and my mm-hmm. and my time to shine. Damn, I got to be here for my teammates too. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's that balance like?
6: I think it's perfect that I'm second on bars because it's right after Danny and then I get the rest of the lineup to cheer my heart out. And then since I don't compete beam, it's always nice to have kind of like that, not rest, but the ability to cheer on my teammates as best as I could and then have the ability to be prepared for floor also. And I think I cheer very well for the whole floor lineup and then I kind of just relax a little bit on the routine before me just so that I can conserve some of my energy. So. I've kind of been learning about it because I haven't been in the late part of the floor lineup, and I think it's really good.
0: What was uh as you mentioned, you're out uh, performing, you're you're doing your floor routine, and everyone pretty much knows that it's over. So take me through that moment when it's over and you get to celebrate with your team, Danny. What was that like?
5: Oh my gosh, that moment was indescribable. I just remember looking at the crowd. Looking at the corral, everyone was going crazy. I just jump off the podium, just start hugging everyone. <laughs> We're all jumping up and down. It's truly a moment that's indescribable and something I'll never forget. Super exciting.
0: And and then for you, your first two years, um, and this is your third year today? Is that right?
6: Two years competing, and it's my third Nationals, yeah.
0: Right, okay. Uh, because, what, red shirt your yeah, first year? Yeah, red shirt okay. in my
6: first year. Look at me, see how I'm so <laughs> <happy>. I, <just laughs> I got an you know, okay, got 47, yes. still got a like, memory. Oh.
0: But for, for you to go you know, back-to-back back in your first two seasons. I mean, I can't even imagine not only the, the feeling of, all right, we, we did something special, but, like, with great competitors, it almost lights a fire for them to want to do it again. Is that is that something that's stoked in you as well?
5: Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah. When I, when I came here, I've, I wanted to win a national championship. I mean, that's the mindset around this program, but we're not settling for two. I mean, it's time to start working for the third one, so – um, yeah, we're we're ready to go. We're celebrating this one, but looking forward to the next season as well.
0: For you, Danae, the, the, the patience of a redshirt mm-hmm. season to get where you want it to mm-hmm. be, to now win titles in the first two years that you're a contributing factor. Can you even begin to put that into words?
6: Well, so the first year I was actually in the stands. Um, so there was like seven of us in the stands my first season because of COVID. And so to have my first time contributing and to be on the floor – the next year is just like so undescribable. I went through um, an injury, recovering from that all summer and trying to build myself up to be able to do that. And it was just super, super exciting. And to be able to do that again is just unbelievable.
0: Um, Coaches give me a little bit more time with you guys. So I appreciate that. <laughs> so today, I am, um, to anyone that will listen, mm-hmm. so I'm telling you this now, I say you've got to get out and watch Danae's warm ups on the floor. Um, because I don't know if I've seen anything more incredibly athletic in my life. Can you? I bet you could dunk a basketball. <laughs> almost. So, with that in mind, how do you how do you harness it? How do you like garner that juice that you've got into a routine?
6: Beam the beam lineup, man. Beam always gets us pumped up. Danny and I always stand next to each other, and then right after they're done with the anchor, we're like, bro. Let's go. Like, (laughs) it's time to go. And that's, like, the main point of energy for us is just after that being lined up, after they've nailed that, we just know what we have to do. And it's just that makes us all have so much energy.
0: It is. But I just don't mean your energy. I mean your ability.
6: Ooh, I (laughs) – it's the saltines, man. <laughs> the saltines.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Crackers are <laughs> the secret sauce? Yes.
6: If anyone knows our yeah. whole team, I always have saltines in my duffel bag. And
5: if we don't have saltines, man.
6: <laughs> then, there's never a moment where I don't have saltines. Like, I know, Every time I look
5: at Janae, <laughs> she's got <laughs> yeah, her saltines. i eating a saltine. How, how did Literally that start? <laughs> this year? Yes. This year? This are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> the beginning of the year, This year, year, year um, <laughs>
6: Like the first meat of the season. Uh, my stomach was just, like, hurting. And I was mm-hmm. like, Jen, you got any I don't know what this is. And I was like, you got any snacks? She was like, I got saltines. And I was like, all right. And I'll then it's, it. just, it's just stuck. It's just stuck. It's, amaz- it's amazing.
0: It's amazing what'll stick, though, right? <laughs> and you're like, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. We're ready to roll. Um, so, f- like, let's, let's talk real quick for one question looking ahead, right? Just because I want mm-hmm. you guys to simmer and celebrate this a little bit. What do you think about when you think about 24? Do you Do you think all around? Do you think... All,
5: <laughs> all around is definitely my goal. I, I've competed BEAM once. I got to exhibition. I got the opportunity to exhibition at one of our home meets. So I'm hoping to be more more of a staple in the BEAM gotcha. lineup next year. Has always been my, my dream to compete all around here. Mm-hmm. But honestly, competing anything that my, my team needs me to be, my coaches want me to be. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely the goal. But I'm definitely grateful for every opportunity I'm given.
0: How about for you, Danae?
5: I'd
6: say I'd say the same. I mean, that's the goal always is to compete mm-hmm. all around. And... I'm personally not that much of a beam person, but (laughs) I'm working on it this summer, okay? (laughs) If you see me touch it, compete on beam, then that's a miracle for sure, because uh, (laughs) KJ will tell you, I had my (laughs) my struggles on beam, but that's definitely the goal, and just like Danny said, I'm just, wherever my team needs me to be is where I want to be.
0: It's awesome. Oh, well, congratulations. Now, you guys, when you get back, what was that moment Mm -hmm. like when you pull in, you've been singing on the bus the whole way home, (laughs) and then they had a great crowd there waiting for you for you Danny what was that moment like
5: truly special we have the best fans in the country no doubt about it mm-hmm. uh, and for them we got home at like 10 o'clock mm-hmm. 10 15 ish so for them to come out that late just to come home and celebrate with us means the world um just shows how much support that we have and we're super grateful for for everyone that supports us so we're very lucky same for
0: you Danae
6: there was more people there this year than there was last year. So I think that says a lot about how much Sooner Nation means to us and how much they support us. And we're just so grateful for them. We really do have the best fans. In my opinion, they were screaming the loudest. So.
5: Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. So they were bringing that just means energy. so much
6: to us. And it just adds more energy to us, even after. Like, I was dead tired, but I felt like I, it was, like, 10 in the morning. <laughs> like, I was just so excited to see everyone, so yes. excited to be there. And it's just really awesome.
0: You guys are awesome. Thank you so much, Danny. Awesome. Thank you so Danae, much. You Thank guys you. are great. We're celebrating a national championship. We'll continue on next right here on The Ref. So we, we're going to uh, – Audrey and – um, um, why, why did I just completely and totally – I'm sitting here and we're talking about family members and we're talking about <laughs> Sterling. And I almost said Sterling Ramsey's next to me. And Sheridan Ramsey's uh, in here next to me. They're going to kick off next hour with us here, Josh. But we've been catching up. Sheridan's just going to bring us back from break at the top of next hour because perfect. your broadcast. <laughs> no,
3: no, yeah. no. she's got it.
0: Don't you? I mean, did you just see how easy that was? <laughs> I, I I almost called you by your brother and your dad's name to start things off. What do you think? I think she'd be good at it to I bring think us she'd
3: back. She'd be perfect. Oh, she's man. really good at
0: it. She's she's a pro. So I got I got three minutes here, real quick. Let's get caught up on a couple of things, Josh. It's been fun so far. Oh, it's um, been great. Having a celebration—it's always fun having the chance um, in the house. Coming up next hour, in addition to uh, talking with with Sheridan and, and why do I keep wanting to call everyone by the wrong name? That's kind of the <laughs> that's been the theme for the show here today, uh, and Audrey. But here's what Coach has set up for the rest of the program beyond just uh, kicking off hour two. We're going to hear from Olivia Troutman and Allie Stern coming up at eleven twenty, and then KJ is going to help us wrap up the show so we jump in here because we do have breaking news on the program a little bit and it involves one of our former guys getting paid <laughs> yeah you could say that again Jalen Hurts becomes the highest paid football player ever did you see this Sheridan Fly, Eagles fly. oh are you an wow. Eagles fan yeah no way yep. Josh <laughs> should be, you should be very happy this morning this is I great am. news Josh is a it. Chiefs fan so you want to give him a dirty uh, look when you walk okay. out that's okay <laughs> um he signs a five-year, two hundred and fifty-five million-dollar extension, including a hundred and seventy-nine million guaranteed. Oh, wow. So oh, that means he's gosh. getting that one uh, one seventy-nine, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, congratulations to Jalen Hurts. I'm still kicking myself for hoping the Raiders didn't draft him. I'm like, please don't draft him. Please don't draft him. And now he's an MVP candidate and the highest-paid player in the history of the NFL. So we'll continue to track this story, but today is all about celebrating a national championship. So when we come back, let's go all in with Audrey Davis and Sheridan Ramsey. As we look back at a national championship win on Saturday, uh, the dynasty that's been, uh, kind of starting to, to develop, and K.J. Kindler is coming up next hour. If you miss any of the show today, we'll have you covered at kref.com or however you consume uh, consume podcasts, search KREF and find The Plank Show. All right, uh, we're all in with Audrey and Sheridan next.